It is 1.30 a.m. in New York, 8.30 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 1.30 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to the Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Schneider Bean from sundaybean.com, and I'm a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist for individuals and organizations, and I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed when living abroad and get you through any life transition. American activist Marion Wright Edelman said, We must not, in trying to think about how we can make a difference, ignore the small daily differences we can make, which over time add up to big differences that we often cannot foresee. Marion Wright Edelman dedicated her life to the small daily differences she was making in the lives of children and fighting for their rights, hoping for, then, the big differences that one cannot yet foresee. And that's exactly the kind of energy that we're all bringing into the new year. We are hopeful for big differences, differences that we long for but just can't yet see, whether that is for your health or for your career, even for your family. We stand there at the doorstep of 2019 and are hopeful that we can make a difference. I don't know about you, but I felt like last year, 2018, was a pivot year in my life, in my business, in the lives of my friends and the people that I care about. Each one of us was going through some sort of personal pivot where things were shifting and we didn't yet know where we were going. And we stand here at 2019 going, okay, now here it is. This is the time to make a difference. I know some of you might be allergic to this word, but it's the best one that I can find when we think about up-leveling, up-leveling in 2019, stepping up to a better version of ourselves, stepping up better as a parent or as a professional or as a spouse or as an activist, whatever it is that's important to you. So my energy today is focused on you and how I can support you in stepping up in this year so you can make that big difference that feels still far away. And I'll tell you what, today it's all about the little things that you can do to show yourself that you matter and the things that are important to you matter. Okay, this is your year and I've got some very simple but powerful things that will help you get there. And make sure that you listen to the end because I have some exciting news (laughs) that I'm going to share with you that may have a direct influence on the lives of others or the quality of your year and the ease in which you're able to take things to the next level. So stay tuned to the end because I've got an exciting announcement. All right. So when I've said the word up-leveling, some of you, as I said, might be allergic to the word because when you think about up-leveling your life, you might think, oh, uh, stuff like, you know, I don't know, expensive vacations or... I don't know, flying in a private jet or having a nicer car or buying nicer things for your home. But that's not at all what I'm talking about. If you've worked with me, you know that the tiniest moves 
can make the biggest impact. And that's what I'm going to show you today. And it's so connected to what we have been talking about in the last episode. Remember, I talked about how we focus on who you are becoming, you 2.0, right? So some of my clients are going from the old version 1.0 to 2.0. And that might look like, as one of my clients has said, from desperate housewife to confident entrepreneur. Maybe you're going from couch potato to someone who takes care of your health and well-being. Maybe it's from stress director to confident leader, right? These are all the things that my clients are working on right now. What are you working on? What are you going from to? Maybe you're going to go from scattered and drained to calm and patient. Maybe you're going to go from dreaming to becoming a writer to writing every week. Maybe you want to go from underwhelmed to inspired, right? So my first task for you is to think about what are you going from to, right? Think about 2018. What was the word that kind of encapsulated how you felt? And where do you want to go toward? What is that? From what to what? From stress director to confident leader. From resentful spouse to inspired action taker, right? What is that for you? Think of that. Write that down. From to. Some of you are the word person, right? So you've defined a word for 2019, the word that will guide you. And that's okay. You don't have to do two from. You can choose your word. But what I want you to do is hold that word in your mind and heart as you listen to this episode, because that word will guide you on how you do the rest of what we're going to do today. So the word for you might be strong, maybe it's relaxed, whatever it is, hold that tight for the rest of this episode. The tiniest moves make the biggest impact. And that's why today we're going to start with the basics. All right. So if I think about up-leveling, stepping up in how I feel, how I take care of myself, how I take care of my family, how I take care of my business, how I take care of my community, how I show up as someone in our society. You want to start with the basics, right? And I'm going to say something that's going to throw you off, right? Maybe you think you're going to think maybe mindset, right? Because I always talk about mindset, but today it's not going to be that. I'm going to talk about clothing. (laughs) And for those of you who know me, you're like, what? Especially I'm thinking of one of my best friends, Nicole. She'd be like, what? Because I'm not someone who's really into clothes, right? Because to be really, really honest, this is, I just want to be transparent with you. Everything I'm going to share with you, I'm super shy about because this feels a little bit um, like too much information. (laughs) little bit too much overshare, but I promise you won't be that bad. Um, Totally bearing, you know, transparency. For me, clothing has always been something very functional. And to be, if I'm really honest with myself, I was super judgy about people who spent too much time on their clothes, on their nails, on their hair, et cetera, et cetera, because I judged it as being shallow or superficial, right? And ick, that's not nice. I just thought, you know, why are you spending so much time on the outside when what's more important is on the inside and your actions, 
But <clears throat> I am realizing that I've been wrong. There's been some things I was wrong about, right? We've, we've known for a long time that how we dress sends a message to others. And that's why I have to always, you know, cajole my children to dress nicely when we go to an event because I'm, you know, I say to them, you know, boys, what we're doing is we're communicating a message of respect to the people who have invited us to say, hey, we're excited to be here. And I have invested in myself today to show you that I'm excited to be here. So I've always used the argument of the message we send to others. But what I've been missing for a long time is not what we're communicating to others, but what we're communicating to ourselves. And now we know from research, thanks to Karen Pine from the University of Hertfordshire, we know that our clothing sends a message to ourselves. Okay, so Professor Karen Pine wrote a book called What You Wear Can Change Your Brain. And you know, I love nerdy brain research. <laughs> and the research shows how people's mental processes and perceptions can be primed by clothing. Isn't that incredible? So I do a lot of work on thought work, right? What we believe impacts how we feel, how we feel creates our behavior, and our behavior creates impact on our life. And there's another layer, right, that our, what we think, our perceptions, can be primed. That means they can be steered by our clothing and that we internalize the symbolic meaning of our outer layers of what we're wearing. And I'm so glad my husband does not listen to this podcast because if he were listening right now, he'd be like, girl, uh, pfft, nope, not connecting. <laughs> But listen, this is this is research, right? So our perceptions of ourselves can be primed. That means they can be supported and internalized by what we wear. Okay, so let me break this down. And again, here's where I feel like it's just so embarrassing when I re reveal some of that stuff to you. So the H&M uh, t-shirts that I was wearing that actually had holes in them and the jeans that don't really fit anymore or <laughs> the jeans my mom gave me in my hometown as I was going back to South Africa because I didn't have any more that aren't really my style but kind of fit. So what is that saying? What is that saying? I did a journaling exercise on this. And what my closet basically had been saying to me is anything will do. Anything will do. Yes, you could read uncomplicated. You could read flexible. But honestly, when I got really honest with myself, my closet, the things I was putting in my body, I was saying to myself, anything will do. Really? Like, what the hell kind of message is that to be sending to myself? If this is a year where I'm stepping up to the next level for me, for my clients, for my business, for my family, anything will do. I, I think there's a little bit of incongruency there, right? So this is something I've been thinking about. So over the last year, I made a tiny move to up-level my wardrobe, and it had 
a massive impact. And I'm going to tell you more about that in a second. Um, but really, this thing about getting started on our clothing is not about ego. It's not superficial. And I had to do my own work on that, right? Like I said, I was judgy about that. And I don't know why. Maybe because I come from, you know, you know, a farming community, salt of the earth people. Nobody had any money for brand names. We didn't even have stores with brand names. Like I grew up with Walmart and we had Kmart. If anybody knows Kmart, it's, it's like, it makes Walmart look like, you know, the high street. We, it just wasn't what we did. And then there was probably a subconscious judgment about people who do that right? And what you do there. So I've had to do some work around that. So moving away from investing in your clothing and how you look as being superficial and seeing it more as how I care about myself, the message I'm sending to myself, right? Again, why should you care about clothing? The research from the studies from Professor Karen Pine said that this is crazy, specific clothing, even Superhero t-shirts can make people feel more confident. So a lot of my clients come to me because they are looking for more confidence. So they have lost their confidence. I want it back. And we're missing something that is as close as our skin, right? So clothing is this sort of secret weapon, that's been there all along, that maybe if you were like me, you've been ignoring it. So whatever you're trying to achieve this year, I want you to playfully look at the clothes you wear and how it can help you make that change in this year. Okay, so I'm going to help you. I'll lead you through this so you can make a start. Remember, tiny moves, big impact. Okay, and so this is the part of the episode where I feel really prudish and kind of um, shy to share with you about my journey of up-leveling my undergarments. (laughs) So again, this idea, symbolically, what is this saying about myself? I I just literally put my hands on my face um, because I know what I'm going to share with you next. Okay. Deep breath. Okay. I'm doing this for you people, right? I'm sharing this with you because you probably have a closet like I did, you know, six months ago. And if you do, I want you to make the changes that I have in whatever form that are meaningful for you so you can feel the positive impact. So I'm I'm doing this for you. All right. So we're going to look at my undergarments, which again, I probably have a very pink face right now as I'm saying this. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. Pre-up-leveling of my undergarments, I was the girl who would go to like the discount store five minutes before we had to, you know, leave the last day of shopping before we went back to Burkina Faso or wherever we were at. And I would buy the five-pack cotton underwear right? It's the highest level of that'll do, right? That you can imagine. I didn't spend any time. I didn't spend any money. All I knew is that I needed more underwear and I wasn't going to find the kind that I wanted in Burkina Faso. So I'll just get that, right? 
And maybe I went wild and bought like the cute hip hugger style or one with a funny pattern or something, but there was no time invested. I didn't even open the package to see how the cotton felt. And I didn't know how it looked on me. And let's just be honest, like how cute is this five pack cotton (laughs) hip hugging underwear going to look anyway, right? Because it was with the mindset of that'll do. Like it's functional, purely functional, completely disregarding my experience, like how it physically felt on my body, investing time in, is this the style that I wanted and how it will make me feel like completely ignored. Okay. And, and that was like the old me, right? You can imagine that's, you know, undergarments, that's kind of the, you know, the way I rolled. And then I, I... I don't know. There was just one day where I was like, this has got to change, right? I had a client call um, and and this is going to be great for the client who's listening and, and realizes that she had a hand in making the shift for me, actually. She shared with me that she decided she was going to throw out all of her beige bras because she wanted to be more playful, right? So she threw out all of her beige bras and bought like, I don't know, like a zebra bra or like leopard type of bra because it made her feel sassy. And it got me thinking about what my undergarments are saying to me about me, right? What I'm saying to me. So I finally made the leave and I did something I have never done before. Maybe once I've done this. Mm, No, I don't think I've ever done this before. (laughs) I went in to a shop in, um, our city where they do fittings. So they fit for the bra and that wrong, you know, the underwear size. So you're actually getting something that fits good. And I realized I was wearing the wrong bra size the whole time. And I'll just tell you that um, having the right fit matters because now I no longer feel like you know, I'm that sixth grade girl who doesn't really need to wear a bra, but it's just wearing one to fit in with her friends. Like those days are over. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, how did that happen? So I went in, I got fitted and I realized I'd been wearing the wrong size. It made me feel different. It fit better. I felt better. I looked better. And I went in, I kept going and it was super, it was a super, how should I say it? This is where kind of the prude in me comes out. Like it was uncomfortable for me to be in a store which had like tasteful things, you know, like it, it, let's say it's like the, you know, maybe most internationally recognized thing would be like Victoria's Secret where it had some very beautiful, practical and in nice, you know, wide range of things, whatever went in there. And I felt shy, like underwear felt very private for me. So I'm in there and I'm talking to these sales ladies, um, you know, what fits, what I want, what I don't, trying things on, having her (laughs) look at them and see if they look nice. It was a completely different experience for me. And it was great. I had a blast. I felt like I was stepping out of a little bit of this prudish part of myself, feeling a little bit more in my own skin. And I felt great. I walked out of there spending more money on undergarments I have in my whole life, right? Not, it wasn't outrageous. It just, because it wasn't something I ever saw as an investment. And when I talk about the impact, it 
completely transformed how I started every day, right? Every single thing I bought was beautiful, felt amazing on my skin, and completely upgraded how I looked. And of course, there's side benefits to having amazing undergarments, but we won't really go into that on the podcast. So (laughs) if that isn't a persuasive enough argument for you, I want you to go and check out your undergarments, right? And please, if someone catches you, they're like, what are you doing? Well, Sunday told me to go look at my underwear. No, it's not weird. What I want you to do is I want you to go into the most personal, private piece of clothing that you own and ask yourself, what message is it sending to me? Right? Like some of you might be saying, it's saying, I'm hot, right? Like maybe you have amazing undergarments. Maybe you have undergarments that feel amazing. But you know what? Most of the people that I know don't, right? Maybe your undergarments are saying, you know what? You have not invested in yourself for years. Maybe they're saying you have outgrown or no longer fit the style that you once um, chose. Maybe it's saying you're actually more focused on how you'll be perceived by your partner than how you feel about yourself, right? What messages are they sending? So you don't have to settle. You don't have to settle like my client said, no more beige. I'm not settling with plain. I'm in for fun and playful, right? And she chose undergarments that communicated this. Because this tiny move has had a huge impact on me this year. And I want you to feel this boost as well. So step one, go into your undergarments. What message are they sending to you? Right? And again, you might be thinking, if you have a partner, you might be thinking, what message are they sending to your partner? And that might be not sexy, or it might be sexy, but not comfortable, right? What is that message? Because it should be focused on sending a message to you of, hey, I feel amazing. I'm worth feeling amazing. This should feel good on me. I shouldn't settle for anything less that doesn't feel good. And I want to wear something every day that starts my day off positively, right? So if you're going to up-level this year, what kind of undergarments express the U 2.0, right? Maybe for you, it's more comfort. Maybe it's like throw out all that crap you thought you should be wearing and wear stuff that really feels good. Maybe you're going for cozy. Maybe you're going for sassy, playful, sexy. You pick strong. What is it about you that you want to bring more out of this year? The thing is, is you're not becoming something you're not. You're becoming more of what's in there but might be hiding. Okay? So whatever your word is or the to and from, how can something as small as your undergarments help make that shift for you? And then go out there and get them and notice the impact it has on you. Tiny move, big impact. All right. So all of that I shared is because I want you to start 
looking at things differently. The most basic thing, the most private thing that we've got is our undergarments that we wear. And you can apply this process to the rest of your wardrobe. Remember, we know from research that what we wear has an impact on how we feel about ourselves and can create more of the feeling that we're going for, right? This is, you know, why would you ignore this secret weapon when we're trying so hard to become more confident and playful or open or patient or whatever it is when we've got something that subconsciously can support that, right? Tiny move, big impact. And your undergarment's a great place to start, but I want you to move on to other things. So if you're going to stay, let's say, in your closet and you're going to look at your clothes, I want you to use the same method. And it can apply to so many areas of your life. And I'll recap it for you. What, number one, what message is the thing, right, sending to you? Two, up level, to up-level this year, what tiny change to that thing will get me one step closer, and then you notice the impact. One, two, three, that's it. So I'm going to take something super simple, and it feels a lot less um, revealing than, than my prior example, like the water you drink all day, okay? So what message is the water you drink all day sending to you? You might be thinking, Sunday, really? Like for reals? This is seriously not going to make a difference. Believe me, it does, and it has in my own life. So we'll start again, me, you know, a year ago, I looked at the water I was drinking, the water I was drinking all day. What message is it sending to you? So imagine, you know, when you cook and you have a measuring cup and then you have a big one, that's like a pitcher. So it's plastic and it's got blue writing. What I would do, you know, boom, start my day early seven, let's go. I'd grab a pitcher. And if I didn't have a glass one, I'd grab this plastic pitcher. I'd fill it up with water. I'd grab one of those Ikea plastic children's cups, like orange, blue, yellow, pink, whatever. I'd just grab whatever was there, fill it up with water, sit down and go through my day. You might say, hey, self-care, she's got water by her desk all day. But really what message is my water sending to me? It was sending the message, anything will do Sunday, right? We know the game, right? This was a theme. Going back to what Martha Beck says, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. What was happening in my undergarments was happening in my water. It's happening. It's happening all over, right? You're going to find that same thing with you. Okay, so I put the picture of water by my desk all day, and I realized that's the anything will do. So I up-leveled. I made a tiny move that has a big impact. So what did I do? I picked the tall glass pitcher that we use when we have guests. It's gorgeous, tall, slim, beautiful. And I put slices of lemon, not only for my health, because I know it's good for your um, immunity, for the taste, but also aesthetically, it looks beautiful. Sometimes I throw strawberries in there just because it's gorgeous. And I choose a proper glass to drink from. Boom, up-leveled right? We don't need to be taking private jets or going to Mauritius on holiday to up, up level our lives. You can just look at the water that you drink all day. Is it one of those crappy plastic used 
water bottles that you got at the convenience store? Hell no, right? Like you deserve to be drinking water from something beautiful, something practical, something that fits your life. Maybe you're on the go and you want one of those um, glass containers that are really durable because you, you know, are on the go all day. Maybe that's what you want, right? But notice what messages it's sending to you. How can you up-level it to get you one step closer to that thing you're trying to achieve this year and then notice the impact? Okay, take anything from your day and do these three steps. Remember, the steps are what is a message it's sending to you to up-level this year? What tiny change can you make to it to get one step closer and then notice the impact? So maybe for you, it's your breakfast or lunch. Maybe it's your desk. Or even the type of floss you use. Like I remember when I went from plain to mint. Like mint, folks, is way better, right? It just made me happier. I don't care. There are a thousand tiny moves out there that you can make to make a big impact instead of beating yourself up that you're not taking enough action in your life. You could be doing these tiny things differently that create new energy, new confidence, new flow in your life right? You don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to hire anybody to help you to, you know, I don't know, go on a private plane somewhere cool. All you have to do is think about the message, the things that you're engaging with every day, that you're wearing, that you're doing, that you're drinking, that you're eating is sending to you. And then get creative about one tiny move you can make to up-level it for you. And then notice the impact. All right. I'm super excited about this. I would love to hear back from you about the thing. So in my blog post, when I share this in social media, if you listen to this and I want you to share in the comments, what's the one thing you realize when listening to this episode? What's the one thing that you're going to try to change and experiment with? Right, because this is where you can do tiny things, make a huge impact. And I'm just getting started, folks. Right, today's episode, what I wanted to share with you that's so exciting is we're kicking off a three week contest. This is a contest where you report your wins, you get support from me, you share with others so they can get support in up leveling their life. And the best part is that you have a chance to win a VIP session with me. Half day with me, one-on-one, doing what it takes to get you your life 2.0 this year. No matter where you are in the world, we will meet over Zoom or FaceTime. You can record this session so that you keep it forever and know the changes you're committing to making this year. So keep a close look on social media on how you can get a chance to win and check out my blog notes for more because I am super excited. I've got lots more coming, a new special thing coming up in less than a week, I believe, and a lot more ways for you to make tiny moves to make a big impact. All right, let's make this year amazing. Pay attention to the little stuff for big results. You've been listening to the Expat Happy Hour with Sunday Bean. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with two thoughts. The first from an anonymous author. Be the energy you want to attract. And in the words of Tony Robbins, what we do in life is determined by how we communicate to ourselves. In the modern world, 
The quality of life is the quality of communication. So choose wisely on what messages you're sending to yourself. All right, everybody have a great day and thanks for listening.